not everybody can be the frontliner. And those who are at the back and keep helping us, we also have to think for them because they're mothers, they're fathers, they're wives. That's why it's imperative that when we as artists have artists working with us, we have to pay them decent salaries because they've got children to bring up as well. Welcome to Shotgun Story, the podcast that has conversations with indie creators about music, meaning and the point of it all so that you may be inspired by the journeys of other artists who are doing it for themselves and maybe gain a little more understanding as to why it matters quite so much that you keep creating. There is so much to understand about what it means to have a career as an independent artist. And when you add children to the mix, it can become a little more complex. To help keep you creating, we're excited to bring you this 10-part series, focusing particularly on being a parent in the music industry. This project is made possible with support from the Music in Africa Foundation, the German Federal Foreign Office, Siemens Stiftung and Goethe Institute. As a musician and a parent, I know firsthand some of the challenges faced, and so these conversations have been really eye-opening. And remember to go to shotguntory.com for bonus behind-the-scenes content from today's episode, as well as to explore the other conversations in this series. Mama Yvonne Chaka Chaka is a mother, a musician, a philanthropist, and a lover of life. And she is here with me remotely, and I couldn't be more excited. Welcome, Yvonne. Thank you, Tori. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. I'm trying not to gush here, so I'm going to go right in and ask the first question, which is why music? What drew you here? I think music is life. Music is king. Music is beautiful. And I think music is a rainbow. That's what I hear. Beautiful. And why did you start making it? You know, for me, my dad loved to sing. He was a driver of a company. But when he listened to music and when he was just singing, I could see that spark on his face. But I think he had the best whistle. My dad had the best whistle. I mean, his whistle, you could hear it from the corner. So I guess as a child growing up in Soweto, there was very little for us to do. It's either we're playing a skipping rope in the streets or playing scotch and hop, or just singing. So I think it was just a normal thing to just burst into a song and sing. You know, you start singing and somebody next door starts singing. One minute you are in the streets and you're all singing as young girls and boys. So when I completed my metric, obviously I never anticipated being a musician. Never saw it coming. Nothing that was planned. I think music just found me. And I found myself in the music industry. And I cannot not thank Phil Hollis, who was at the right place at the right time when I got to Defund Records. He extended a helping hand. And from 1985, and now it's 2021. And I'm still doing the music, something that I really love. Wow, you've had an incredible career. So it's hard to ask this question, but what are some of the highlights of your career? 
everything is a highlight. Yeah. Whether the stadium was supposed to have 70,000 people and it has got five or 10,000, it's the highlight. Whether the hall is supposed to have 3,000 people and you end up with four or 500 people, that is the highlight. Because people had given themselves time to be with you, to watch you sing. So you have to give it your all. It doesn't matter whether you expected 70,000 people in the stadium and you ended up with five or 10,000. You have to give it your all. So that has taught me to be very humble and be grateful to be given a platform because then you are able to serve. Beautiful. So now, I mean, speaking of serving, this is slightly on a side note, but my cousin mentioned that you were in the Air Force. Were you? (laughs) I'm an honorary colonel at the Air Force. I mean, that's just the coolest. Yes. So I love my country. I think the Air Force is just one of those places when you talked about the Air Force 30, 40 years ago, obviously a black woman would never have been allowed to be there. And fast forward, you know, in this beautiful democracy of ours, that still needs to be straightened up, really, and be interrogated anyway. That's just my take. I found love, you know, when I was asked to be an honorary colonel, I thought, really? But just going there, you learn a lot. Because for me, it teaches young people a lot about being patriotic, loving their country, and serving their country. So when I wear my uniform as an honorary colonel of the Air Force, I wear it with pride because it says to me, I do belong in this country and I will have to serve this country with honour and with dignity. Right into the main topic of this interview, parenting. What came first, your music career or your parenting journey? My parenting career, well, my parenting uh, journey or career because, you know, being a mother is a career as well because you have to work very hard. There's no recipe of being a parent, and you can't say you know it all as a mother. So I completed my metric, and unfortunately, at the time, uh, it's my parenthood journey that came first, and then my musical journey. When I completed my metric, I was unfortunately a mother. Obviously, it didn't make my mother happy at the time, so she insisted that I go find a job. So whilst I was rooming around the streets of town, you know, looking for a job, because now I'm a 19-year-old and I'm a mother and I'm due to go to university, I then found myself at Defund Records, and that's when everything started. So even though having my son at that early age, it's like, turning something bad into good because me completing my matric and my mother happy that I'm going to go to university and voila, there am I, I'm bringing this present, which is a baby. She wasn't very happy. And, but when Phil Hollis then found me and I started recording, in fact, without her knowledge, I went to town I did all the recordings, all the photo shoots without my mother knowing. It was a surprise to her to hear the song, I'm in love with the DJ. So for me, it was correcting the wrongs that I did or what the society perceived them to be. Because really, if you were in high school and you were pregnant, everybody frowned upon you. So I had to correct all the wrongs. And so my child 
became my lucky charm to get into the music industry because it was at that particular time when I was supposed to have been looking after him and uh, trying to go and fend for him because my mother was a domestic worker and obviously she didn't earn lots of money. And I'd been a real disappointment to my two elder sisters being the baby of the family and her as a domestic worker when she didn't have absolutely nothing to even look after me and my two sisters. And now I'm bringing another bundle of not so much joy. Wow. And so now how many children do you have? (laughs) I've got four sons. Four sons. Wow. I'm a mother of four (laughs) sons. Yeah. I'm very happy. And you're a grandmother now. Yes. I'm a grandmother. I'm Junior's grandmother, Zabetta and Maya. So now, Normally, I would ask it the other way around, that if you had any idea of how having children would impact your career, but you already had children. So what kind of impact did having your son have on your career? Obviously, started singing at the age of 19 and already had a son. It wasn't very easy because now I had to be a full-time parent and I just started this new career, which I wasn't even sure if I was going to last or not, you know, if there was longevity here, if this was the career that I really, really wanted, because I stumbled into it whilst I was trying to make ends meet, you know, because my mother just insisted, you have to go to university. So I find myself at Diffon recording, I'm in love with the DJ, and within a couple of months, I become this overnight success music being played on the radio, people recognizing my face, you know, are going around, seeing myself on television. And it was like, oh, wow, where is this whole thing leading to? But because I knew I have to look after my son, I had to look after my mother as well, and I had to look after myself. So education became something that was very, very important to me. And thanks to my mother, who really insisted, my mother really didn't care about whether you're singing or not. She just did not care. She she said, is this a career? Is this a serious work? Is this a career that you wanted, you know? So I used to go to the shows with my son. You know, I had a young lady who was very close to me called Mememe, who when I was on stage, she would be looking after Temba. So I traveled with him everywhere because I had to be a present parent and my mother because she was very strict and remember the pregnancy was never planned she didn't even know that I was pregnant because when I was writing my matric exams in fact even some of my friends they always thought when I started singing the following year because I had timbre in 1984 and my friends were like is this a publicity stunt? We didn't see you pregnant, you know. So I hid everything, like any other teenager. So very few people saw me pregnant. But then I had to make a decision of uh, not taking my child and go and leave him with his grandparents from the father's side or dump him with his father. I thought, this is my gift from God, and I have to bring him up. If I did not have food, if I slept with water, he would have to sleep with water. But if I had uh, sushi, he would also have sushi with me. Oh, that's magnificent. What a lucky guy. Well, I don't know if he was lucky or not. But um, 
I always say, you know, children are a gift from God. Yeah. And I found myself in that situation and I had to do my best out of it. So obviously, you know, when I traveled overseas, my mother had to stay at home now and stop work and looked after my mm -hmm. son because now I was getting popular. I was getting more gigs. I was doing more recording, you know, from I'm in love with the DJ to thank you, Mr. DJ. I'm burning up motherland and combating. It was one record after the other. And my mother could see the progress and she stopped work. And I'm very grateful to her and my two elder sisters. And we're talking about being a grandmother. I've got Ruri and Lita as well as my sister's uh, daughter's grandchildren. But I'm their granny as well. And out of my two sisters and myself, all our grandchildren, they call me the best grandma. <laughs> <laughs> because I do love kids, but I'm a very strict grandmother. You know, I always let them be who they want mm -hmm. to be but I am very, very strict as well. So they know and they fully understand. And so now you have become the support system that you had for your children now. Absolutely. You know, my two sisters and my mother, I come from a very close-knit family. Obviously, they'll always remind me about the wrong things that <laughs> I did, you know, bringing us this package that we did not expect. They didn't spam me. They always reminded me. And I had to always pull up my socks, make sure that I don't disappoint them. Even when I was singing, I made sure that, you know, I do not become the chamors that everybody had always seen the people in the creative industries mm -hmm. as. You know, when you were a musician, people would always say, oh, where are you playing today? And I made it a point that I tell people, I'm not playing, I'm going to work. <laughs> and so I had to correct all the wrongs. So it was very easy for my two sisters and my mother to look after Temper whilst I traveled. I didn't feel any guilt because I knew that my son was very comfortable with my mom and with my two sisters. But they made sure that... You know, they don't spam me. I had to be the mother that I I wanted to be. So it was like support system, but they were very strict with me as well because if I was not performing, I had to be at home to look after my son. They didn't give me any chance to go, you know, for fun. And so I, I had to be a young mother and be there for my son. And your fans' perception of you as a mother, do you feel like, being a mom impacted your brand or did you keep them separate in the beginning? I've always um, kept my children away from press because I am a mother. Obviously, they are children. I had to make sure that I don't bring my children, you know, with a remote control. I had to be a present mother. Being a mother and uh, being a musician are two different things. But, you know, you're the same person as well. So I made sure that when I was on stage... I would go and rehearse. I would know which songs I have to sing. And uh, when I came back home, I had to come and breastfeed my children. You know, I breastfed all my kids until they were two years oh, old. That's beautiful. Yeah. Now, what are some of the challenges that you faced on a day-to-day -day basis, balancing motherhood and your career? Having children quite early and started having this career and traveled I must say, for me, it was very easy because I traveled with my mm. kids. I traveled with them. I traveled with somebody, whether it was in Nigeria, 
Kenya or Tanzania, took my kids with me. I wanted that bond with them. So it didn't bother me much because I'm very grateful that I had some support system. You know, I traveled with somebody and my management allowed that because if they hadn't allowed it, maybe I would not have done it. But I wanted to be with my children. I would not have felt very good to have been in Nigeria or in Kenya performing and my child at that time was at home. So I uh, wanted to travel with my children. I wanted them to be with me. I wanted to be a present parent, as I said, and I loved it. It was very easy. It wasn't something that was forced on me. It was something that I wanted to do. I mean, having, you know, four boys and by the time I turned 28, I had my last son and it was a decision that I took. I said to my husband, after 30, I want to look as sexy as possible. I don't want kids after 50. And he knew and he understood. Mm. Do you know of any support for parents in the music industry? No. Unfortunately, I've never heard of any. Mm. My family has always been there. I must say my sisters-in-law as well have always been there for me. My husband has always been amazing with the children. I would sometimes go and perform and come back late. And if I came back from a gig, maybe we drove from maybe Rustenbeck or Mafiking, and you come back home, it's about uh, four in the morning. He was always nice. He would wake up and watch the kids and get them ready to go to school because I would be sleeping. At six o'clock, just came back from a gig. There's no ways that I could wake up and prepare breakfast or prepare the kids to school. Obviously, we do have help. We've got helpers. But my husband would wake up and make sure their lunchboxes were ready, you know, help the helpers, you know, put them in their school uniform or going to crash. And just that support system has uh, strengthened my parenthood and I could never have done it alone. So from my mother, my two sisters, my sisters-in-law, my mother-in-law, my husband and our helpers. It has been amazing. And these are the people that I constantly would want to thank because I could never have done it on my own. It would have been disaster. It would have been such disaster. I mean, it's so interesting to have spoken to a number of other people, musicians who are making music and who are also parents at the same time, and to hear of some of the challenges that everyone's experiencing without that kind of support, you know? Do you know of any way the industry could perhaps support parents? Do you have ideas? Well, it would be something very nice Mm. if the industry could just support the creative industry because you know what? We're all parents one way or the other. We are parents, we are in this industry, and I'm sure it would be brilliant if there were some kind of help. I'm sure there are organizations that I'm not even aware of that can help parents. You know, I do the awards called BVSMs, Backing Vocalists and Session Musicians. I got touched at one of the awards a girl who came and received the award on behalf of her mum, Tandi. She was working with Lucky Dube and different artists with Brenda Farsi. And she came on stage, she said, my mum is not in the country and I'm here to receive this award on her behalf. I did not understand. I hated her life because she was never at home. She performed, 
But today, I'm receiving this award on her behalf. Mm. She was a session musician. Every time, all I heard was that I'm going for a session. I'm going for a session. But today, I stand here with so much pride and acknowledge this award for my mum that as a session musician, she's being honoured. And we all mm. wept. We all wept. And she said, this is the session money that took me to school. And I'm grateful to the Princess of Africa Foundation. Oh. It's things like that that bring so much joy into my heart because not everybody can be the front line. Yeah. And those who are at the back and keep helping us, we also have to think for them because they're mothers, they're fathers, they're wives. Yeah. That's why it's imperative that when we as artists have artists working with us, we have to pay them decent salaries because they've got children to bring up as well. So that's the support that I would bring into the creative industry's life. Amazing. Do you think that being a parent influenced your creative process? You know, being a parent influences everything. It influences what you do, what your children do, how you live, how your children act and behave. Yeah, sometimes you can be this great parent who teaches your children to do things and behave well. But obviously, you can't live their life. They will always want to be what they want to be. And I think we should let them be what they want to be. As much as I would want to see my children being doctors, because my husband's a doctor, or lawyers. No, my eldest son, okay, works for a snicker company. My middle son doesn't know what he wants to do. One minute he's a musician, one minute he makes clothes, one minute he does that. My third son, he's done a BCom, but he's called Chili Mings, so he wants to be a DJ. My last son did a BCom as well. So they've gone to school, they are educated, but they want to be in the creative industry. And as much as I would not encourage them, that's what they want to be. Because this is an industry that is not stable. It's very, very unstable. Unless you have your feet firm on the ground, you stand the test of time. Uh, but there's lots who came before us and they have done that. So I let my kids be what they want to be. And I would encourage them to be anything. But this is a... What I love about this industry is that um, we know each other and we do support each other. There is some kind of support system yeah. amongst each other. I've had great artists like Mandy Sadlanga, uh, Faith Kekane, Zamo, my backing vocalist, who support me. And sometimes you you go on stage and you're performing with another artist, maybe Vicky Simpson or Sibongile Kumalo, may her soul rest in peace, and you are on stage and they'll be sitting backstage with your children. So we've done that with different artists. What do your children think of your music? I really don't know. I don't know if they like my music or they don't. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'm not singing for them. I'm singing for those who love the music. Well, my kids really appreciate everything that I do. And two of them, Temba and Mfumu, have composed some songs for me wow. and even played instruments for me. So they appreciate who I am. They appreciate me being there. Obviously, I know and have realized that you can't be everyone's cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. But my children support me. They come with me to my shows. Unfortunately, I'm their mother. 
they can't run away from that. So they have to support me. They have to be there for me. Yeah, I don't know if my music is their cup of coffee, but they do support everything that I do. Wonderful. And how do you think that your career has impacted them differently if their mother wasn't in the creative industries? Well, obviously, as I said, they are my children. And when they were younger, they couldn't understand. When people were coming for pictures and autographs, they used to be very, very upset. Mm. Why are all these people coming to you, mom? Why can't they leave you? And I had to explain to them, you know, so they thought, just did not understand Mm -hmm. at all. They are their own people. And as I said, I let them be themselves. My kids don't live under my shadows. They are their own people, which is very, very good because I've always taught them that you be yourself. And they've learned that and they know that. Wonderful. Do you have a local artist that you would recommend people listen to that is doing something wonderful on the scene at the moment? There's lots of young artists, really, I must say. I cannot think of one or just picking one. Black Diamonds, they're doing such good music, you know. Zahara, Lira, and Numtebo, the Jerusalem girl. So there's just a lot of inspiring young artists who are doing such good music out there, exposing South Africa to the world, exposing different genres of music to the world. And I think we as older artists should be happy and be grateful to say it is important for music to evolve. You know, it's, music is evolving and it's, it's a very good thing. So I've got so much respect for these young artists. And I mean, with technology that is there today, they are exploring. It's on TikTok, it's on YouTube, it's on Instagram, it's on Facebook, it's on Twitter. So there are avenues for artists to expand themselves and expose their art is so vast. But all I wish for is that with that happening, that should also turn into rents and cents for them as well. And do you have any advice for independent artists to keep them making music? Well, yeah, there's artists who are very lucky, who get signed by record companies, and there's artists who do things their own way, and they need to be supported. As I said, the avenues for artists to expose themselves now are vast. They're just amazing. Obviously, with an artist that is signed by a bigger record company, money for marketing and promoting will be there. Whereas an artist that is very independent, he or she will suffer to, you know, to deep down deep head pocket and, and, and try and put money for marketing and promoting and all sorts of things. But there are all these other news now where artists just, you know, I mean, gone are the days where people record 10 songs and, and put up a CD People do an EP, people do one track and promote it. And that is something that has to be commanded. And let's just make sure that we who came before them make sure that the playing field is leveled for them and the environment is so conducive for them to be able to perform. I mean, the past 24 months have been difficult for artists, not even only young artists, for everybody because of COVID, because people have not been performing. Places where people were performing had been shut. We couldn't be together. We couldn't perform. So it has not been easy. Then it becomes a good thing for CMOs, you know, the collecting societies that collect royalties to start distributing the money 
to the artists. So it's important that a young artist must know that once you've recorded your music, you need to go and report you know, your music and say, this is my music, because so many people would steal your artwork. So that becomes your copyright has to be protected and your IP. Yeah. So those are the things that I'd like our young artists to know. You know, you can't just go in the studio and say, oh, I'm jamming and not go to a Sampra or a Capasso to go and sign out there and report your mm. music, you know, and make sure that it's there, it's protected for you to be able to benefit from it. And a last piece of advice for artists wanting to have children. As I said, a child is a gift from God. You can plan. See, what is nice now is that you can plan when you want to, to have your children. You can plan how to space your children. And if you don't want to have children as well, so be it. So it's very important for people not to be coerced in doing something or to be forced into doing something. Sometimes you find a young artist is married, starting a new career, and the manager at the time or the record company is like, oh, you can't have children now, you know, because your career is just booming or starting. No, I think that is wrong. Instead, encourage a young girl who wants to be in the industry and falling pregnant. You can do these things. You know, we as women as well are very good at multitasking. So we need to encourage them and give them the support that they need as well. If you're a young girl and you're pregnant and you are in this industry, we shouldn't force people or tell them what is right and what is not right for them. So a young artist who's just started their career and they want to be a mother as well, it can be done because you know what? Time waits for no one. This may be your only joy of bundle. So go for it and enjoy it. Yes, I love that. <laughs> so now, if anybody wants to go and have a listen to your music or follow you or see what you're up to, where can they find you? Your social media links. Well, I am on Instagram. I am on Twitter. I am on Facebook as well. And I've got a YouTube channel where all my music is there. Anyway, there's lots of fake accounts out there. There's lots of off events, but I mean, you can see the authentic ones. So I'm grateful to those people who follow me, who chat with me. I'm not very good and very big on social media, but I do try and engage with my fans because that's the way where people who know you or love you or want to engage with you, engage with you. And I do try to talk to people. I give myself time because when people give themselves time, to reach out to you. You have to be there for them as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Mama Yvonne. Thank you, Tori. And thank you for the good work that you are doing, exposing motherhood and the industry. This has never been done. And I think this is going to be a great tool for different people who want to be in this industry to say, you don't have to think that when you had gone for a gig and left your child, maybe with your neighbor sometimes, or with a friend, that you're not a good mother. No, you're just trying to make ends meet. You're trying to fend for him or for her. It's just unfortunate because you have to go to work at night sometimes, you know, or maybe during the day, but we work at night most of the time. So that doesn't make you a bad parent, but it's, the understanding that the public and the people and the very same children that we brought into this world, 
that they have to know and understand that we've got different careers as people and we all try by all means to make ends meet and fend for them. And unfortunately, some of us use our God-given talent to do what we love, but it's good because we do get paid for it. And I still urge all the music lovers and the music users to make sure that they do pay for our music and our works. Yes, 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 a thousand times yes. (laughs) Thank you. Have a very wonderful day. Thank you very much for having me and continue doing this good work and encouraging mothers not to want to stop to do what they do best. The creative industry is one of those best industries and we just need to iron out lots of things and say to the next generation, yes, if you are a Tory and you're a mother, you've got a three-year-old, love that child and still continue doing your creative work. This episode was made possible by the Music in Africa Foundation, the German Federal Foreign Office, Siemens Stifting and Goethe Institute. The Music in Africa Foundation is a pan-African non-profit organization based in Johannesburg, South Africa, with satellite offices in East, West and Central Africa. Their mission is to support the African music sector through promoting knowledge exchange and creating opportunities and capacity for music professionals. I'm Shotgun Tori, and if you're an indie artist whose passion for what you do can inspire or fuel others, get in touch. I'd love to chat. You can find me on my website at shotguntori.com. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. Oh